look here. Um, the next one up is uh, Wake Forest versus Texas A&M in the Belk Bowl. Um, we've been there before. I think we were two years ago, or was it last year played in the Belk Bowl? Uh, it was two years ago. Two, two years ago, it's yeah. State. Right, right, right. So, uh, yeah, against NC State, Dax last year. It was Jacoby Brissett and Dak in that game. It, like, rained the whole game. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Um, so, this one right now, uh, we know Texas A&M is in a coaching turnover to Jimbo Fisher, so they'll be in an interim status of this game. Uh, they are a three-point underdog right now per Bovada to Wake Forest, which, uh, you know, is is weird to see on paper. Not you know, not saying that I don't <laughs> agree with it, but it's just weird to see. Um, so, what do you? Uh, what's your call here? Anything stand out to you? This one, this one's tough to me, honestly, because you got a coach. I mean, the coach left. I mean, someone got fired. Obviously, not he didn't leave. Yeah. I mean, he was going to leave regardless. I think, right. but overall, you can't trust Texas A and M. It's really tough too. It is extremely tough too, and I know that they had a couple impressive wins, and or at least it looked like they were impressive at the time, but they're not anymore. Uh, Wake Forest, obviously, it's Wake Forest, so you can't really say like, yeah, this is. I mean, if we're just looking at it on paper and you don't know anything about either one of these schools, you're obviously going to pick Texas A&M like 100% of the time. Um, so for this case, I don't think it's that way. So let's roll with Wake Forest. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I like the bold call there. I mean, Wake Forest has put up a lot of points this year. Um, they did beat NC State was probably their biggest win, I guess, as far as ranking. Beat Boston College. Um you know, played uh, Clemson somewhat close and Georgia Tech close. Uh, uh, beat Louisville. Uh, that's that's a that's a decent one, I guess. Uh, and played uh, played Notre Dame somewhat close too. So, um, and A&M, like you said, they've been so up and down this year. You can't rely on them. I really don't think there's nothing about their team this year besides Christian Kirk scared me, and they really have not been able to figure out how to get him the ball consistently. Um, like they did in the past couple of years. So, uh, you know, barring some crazy special teams play, I don't think uh, Texas – I think they're going to come out flat. I think they're going to be ready for the season to be over with and for Jimbo Fisher to come in and implement his stuff next year. So I like the Wake Forest call. Um, you're taking them uh, plus uh, or uh, minus three to cover that? Yeah, yeah, minus three. I like that. Cool, cool. All right, moving on to the Sun Bowl. Uh NC State versus Arizona State. Um, this one has gone up to a six and a half point, or an NC State minus six and a half over Arizona State. Arizona State also in some coaching turnovers. We've said so many times today, so many teams changing coaches. They've got the great Herm, Herm Edwards coming in. Uh, NC State's coach also so turned down Tennessee. So we got another coach that turned down Tennessee, and then we've got Herm Edwards. So decent matchup here. I'm super excited about next year watching Herm coach again. What are the odds on him getting interviewed in the booth by ESPN? Ooh, whatever it's it is, side double here. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> whatever double. it is, mortgage everything you own on that. <laughs> double down on that. Where yeah. where is that? Let's let's see if we That's can find that real quick. Bet. Yeah, I doubt, I doubt I doubt they're going that deep, but I would say for sure. Uh, for sure that um, that that's a possibility. Um, two two decent offenses, thirty points a game or so. Um, defense is mediocre. Uh, you know what's your what are you thinking in this one? Okay, for starters, go ahead and put in a future bet as soon as it comes out, like in the beginning of the summer. Whatever Arizona State's over under is on wins, take the over. Oh, I you're, think you're a believer. I'm a believer in her. The coach you played to win the game. That's right. However, I'm not taking Arizona State in this one. I'm taking NC State on the spread. Give me minus six and a half. I think they're laying those down. Yeah. I mean, Arizona State, they did have. They beat Arizona. Mm, beat Arizona to end the season. Um, uh, they UCLA. got beat by UCLA. They got beat by USC pretty bad. Yeah, uh, they did beat they beat Washington. 
But Washington that was, was not one good. Of the, that was a crazy game. That was a that was an outlier game. That was Washington couldn't do anything. I actually watched some of that game because I happened to be you know up late. It was one of those late games um, that was on by itself. They they just it was it was an outlier. That but yeah, Arizona State's been very inconsistent. They have lost to the good teams they've played. So I would say yeah, I just this is an NC for that State reason, for me. Say what? This is an NC State game for me. I would I would take them. Yeah, and then if you want to really dabble dabble in some extra extra betting in there i i would probably feel pretty safe with the over yeah um, arizona state's leaving a lot of points on the table this year i mean they've they've what's given the, up so many what's the what's the total uh the over unders 59 and a half yeah and oh yeah and arizona they, yeah both of them have arizona points. Defense, they're allowing like 30 something a game nc state they're allowing about <laughs> 27 a game or something. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I'm taking NC State. NC State both ways in the over. So, awesome. That's your Sun Bowl. NC State minus six and a half. Um, Music City Bowl. Been there before, too. Um, Nashville, uh, Kentucky versus Northwestern. Um, Kentucky is a seven and a half point dog to the Northwestern Wildcats here. Um, Northwestern trying to come in and knock off another SEC school like they did us uh, a few years ago. Um, what's your uh, What's your take in this one? I'm taking that to happen again. Really? Yeah, Kentucky. They've been so bad against yeah. the spread this year. They're They're one and seven in their last eight. They've only covered three the whole year. Northwestern. They're nine and three against the spread and nine and three on the year. They've they consistently have been winning eight, nine, ten games a year for the past, I don't know, four years or so. Plus, they've won their past seven. I was just looking straight. I was like, wow, they've reeled off. They got a Michigan State win in there, Purdue, Nebraska. Yeah, they've got uh, – They've had a quiet year, yeah. a quiet, awesome year. They lost to Penn State and Wisconsin. Wow. And I remember who their first game was, but they're – Obviously, I think they're that that caliber of a team. Kentucky, they've had they looked somewhat scary at the beginning of the year, but they just ended up being really bad. Yeah, that's um, true. That's that's no, been I, Kentucky for the ever since uh, Stoops got there. He uh, they they start out the season like five and zero or six and two or something, and then they 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 lose like four out of four out of five or five out of six. It's, I'm picking the Wildcats of Northwestern. Oh. You know, both teams are actually called the Wildcats. Hey, that's, so that's where you get you get you get the, the insider info here. That's what you pay for. <laughs> both teams being the Wildcats. Um, it's the Whisker battle. <laughs> it's the Whisker battle of the Cats. Um, yeah, I like Northwestern. There, I think they're just a better team, top to bottom. Just a better team. Uh, uh, you know, just looking at it. You know, shut out Minnesota, thirty-nine to nothing. That's dominant. Minnesota's not that bad of a team. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. so taking uh, Northwestern to cover seven and a half. Uh, did you have anything on the total there? I didn't know. If, I didn't. Uh, Fifty one. That's kind of low. Uh, think about it, maybe Kentucky. But, I don't know. Uh, it's so low. No, just stay away. it's not. It's not worth me even talking about it. It's going to be such a bad game. Gotcha. We'll stay away. Uh, next up, stay yeah, away. Next up's the Arizona Bowl. I'll let you guess where that's played. Um, it is Utah State <laughs> versus New Mexico State, so it's kind of a um, a mid-major uh, matchup thrown in here uh, in the New Year's uh, Day range, New Year's Eve range. Um, Utah State is a four-point favorite in this one uh, for Utah State. So, um, uh, what are you uh, what are you what are you looking at? Uh, by mm. the way, I think this is New Mexico uh, is there or New Mexico State's like their their first bowl game in like ever or something like that. It's a huge bowl drought, um, by the way. So that's, that's, I guess if you want to factor that in. Yeah, it's once again, <laughs> we're, we're at the point where we're, we're seeing some really trash bowls here. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to take New Mexico state on four. Oh, right. Um, the Cinderella story. Yes. New Mexico State plus four. I, I, that's pretty that's, much all. Yeah, 
I mean, pretty much all I can talk they about here. Only lost to Troy by three. <laughs> Let's just fade Utah State because they're six and thirteen against the spread in their last nineteen. Okay, that's enough. They haven't been very. They haven't fared that's very well. That's enough evidence for me. We'll take that. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, so you're gonna take New Mexico State plus four in the Arizona Bowl. Uh, probably won't be watching that one, but uh, try to get some win some money on it. Um, next up is the Cotton Bowl. So Dallas here, uh, this played in, I think, Cowboys Stadium. So this will be a really cool matchup. Two teams that um, look like they had an outside chance at the football college football playoff, um, but that kind of went away pretty fast. Uh, USC and Ohio State, probably one I'll try to sit down and watch. USC, seven-and-a-half-point dog here. I'm already seeing things that I like. Um, what do you what are you looking at? Can we get any better on this over? Yeah, I mean for real, <laughs> two really high scoring teams. Yeah, that's that's These are five hundred yard a game teams. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, I, I, yeah, I just can't I can't say anything more about this, but. Yeah, you just, you're over. this is one of those where you just look at all the numbers and you're just like, wow, I love everything about this one. USC's won five in a row, too. But then that's the one that really turns into the 17-10 to 10 game. <laughs> hey, man, those are, those, are the, those are so frustrating. <laughs> everything seems to be headed towards the over. And then, um, I mean, if, if we're not, if you're not wanting to take a total here, I, I would lean towards taking USC to cover uh to, to to cover as the underdog i really like usc uh the way they played at the end of the season and i don't i don't like ohio state's team i really don't think they're that good um they they do they do they have this thing where they just somehow win big 12 games they'll lose to a bad team and they but they just always uh win the games that they're supposed to and so it kind of tricks everybody into thinking they're you know this uh really solid team i don't think they're as good offensively as they have been in the in the past few so jt barrett hasn't uh, been as, as explosive this season so well I mean, he's got 35 tds who am i to say he still puts up numbers in that offense but just seems to me like he hasn't been as good but um but yeah it's really hard for me to bet against urban meyer in a bowl and it's also really hard for me to bet against or bet with USC, who's honestly been horrible against the spread this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they had a, a three-week stretch where they covered, but they both teams are kind of shaky from that regard. But Ohio State, if gun to my head, I'm taking Ohio State on that spread, but this is just a clear overplay altogether. Because yeah, both teams are allowing the USC is allowing so many points, like it's it's insane. Yeah, their their defense has been on the field so much. Their offense is a quick strike too. So, um, yeah, I think that's going to be the same way for Ohio State because yeah. they're they put up fifty two, thirty one, twenty seven against some pretty good defenses. Um, Wisconsin's Wisconsin's not a pushover. Oh yeah, they're they're great defense there. Um, but yeah, let's move on on that. That's that's no brainer. That's a juicy one. That's a juicy one. Um, so recap: uh, we're taking the uh, over uh, over in USC Ohio State, possibly USC covering plus seven and a half. Um, all right, we got four more left here. Moving on to Saturday, December thirtieth. Um, uh, first one here, the one we'll be we'll be trying to check out: Louisville versus our alma mater, Mississippi State. Uh, right now, it's Mississippi State plus seven. Uh, seven point dog, uh, mostly related due to uh, you know Nick Fitzgerald breaking his leg against Ole Miss. Um, so the starting quarterbacks out. We also lost Dan Mullen, so we're in an interim coach basis. RIP, <laughs> he's gone. Um, you know, good riddance. Had fun while he was here. Uh, you know, ready for a new era as well. No, no salty things to say here on my end. Uh, not, not suitable for the pod. I guess we'll say that's a separate thing, separate conversation. I mean, I'm not going to tell him. I'm not going to tell him good riddance because I'm really. I mean, obviously, he should have been here a whole lot less than what he was. Yeah. Um, or at least from his mindset, that's what he was trying to do. I mean, he tried to leave like. Yeah. This was like his third or fourth attempt to get out. Right. And he finally got right. the job he really wanted. But at the end of the day, I was not – I mean, I was shocked by that at first. Yeah. Just because I'm like, dude, you're set up. Like, you're getting paid more than most 
really good coaches just to win eight games. Yeah, he had a good thing going. I mean, yeah. he uh, I was I was happy with the results we had uh, with him. Um, you know, I think he would have continued to be successful here. He had built a good program, uh, but I don't. I'm not. I'm I'm pretty excited about the new regime, uh, a new change of pace. I really think we're set up to succeed from the from the start. Uh, you know, the, for the new coach Moorhead. So, uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to play. Honestly, I don't think. You know, this may be because we have a little bit more, I guess, information on the program. Uh, you know, being close to, close to here and, and alums, but I don't really think that the coaching change is going to have much effect on this game. I don't think that the team is going to be kind of discombobulated or anything like that or lost. I think the team's going to be actually probably a little bit more close knit because of this. You know, being together since this is uh since this came about, and uh, you know, losing your starting quarterback, you're the underdogs in a game that you probably would be favored in. Otherwise, um, I. I know you haven't given your pick here yet, but since it's both of our, since this is our school, I would probably take us to cover. Even though Lamar Jackson's on the other side of the ball, I think uh, I think they'll put up their points, but I think it'll be a back and forth, uh, high scoring, close game. They're definitely going to score on us a lot, but I think seven points is enough to where we might could see like a backdoor cover at the end if we don't, you know, if we're losing. So. It's so hard for me to look at this game and think that we can. Yeah. Because in one of my I mean in one of my picks I I really do have Louisville covering six and a half. Um but if we're playing anything, my go for the over. Yeah. Sixty three. Sixty three state you you said it. Point. I mean state's gonna give up points. They they have all year. Their their defense is not good. Mm-hmm. No, it's not when not. not I mean, we did lose our defensive coordinator. He had a he it was a it was a uh, you know a capital. They the defense capitalized on things. They rushed the passer a lot, but up top to you know in the secondary, which is where Lamar Jackson is probably going to kill us. We just you know can't cover anybody. So no, he'll he'll put up points, and not to say that we're. Bad, bad, but the only thing that we can hang our hat on is the defensive line. Yeah. And if you got a quarterback who's been a Heisman candidate twice and won it once, I would expect them to get multiple touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're going to keep them off the scoreboard here. Uh, maybe, maybe we have a chance to see a late scratch for Lamar Jackson preparing for the draft, or um, you know, maybe holding out hopes here. Or maybe you know he's a little bit uh, foggy, foggy from uh, you know, or unfocused from from that draft stuff. We'll see. Uh, I really do think we saw it at the end of the Ole Miss game, though, that uh, Thompson, uh, Keaton Thompson, who's the quarterback for Nick Fitz, subbing in for Nick Fitzgerald, uh, has the quick strike ability. I think we're going to be able to score on them because Louisville also has our old defensive coordinator who can't stop anybody. So I think we'll put up points pretty easily. I think we'll run the ball a lot. I think we'll, uh, you know. Uh, really be able to do what we want, but we will we will get scored on. So it's back and forth over is a good call here. Sixty three is not that high uh, for the the two defenses that we have. So I think the over is a good. We're call. Louisville's defense. Speaking of, what's the dude's name that left? Peter we swapped coordinators. Peter Sermon. Yeah. Peter Sermon. Yeah, yeah they're allowing four hundred yards a game. Mm-hmm. Their defense. That's <laughs> you don't hear that very much. <laughs> No, and we're – I mean, our offense is averaging 310. Yeah. So – Against really good teams. Yeah. Where are we to, or better teams than what Louisville's going 250 against, yards but, on the ground a game for our offense. So, I think that's where you're going to see – You'll see – I mean, a lot of that was – I mean, let's be real. A lot of it was Nick because of Nick Fitzgerald. But like you said earlier, towards the end of that game in the Egg Bowl – Thompson had 100 yards. Uh, Keaton Thompson so. got a whole lot more. He got a whole lot more confident, and I think with yeah. him having a couple of weeks of practice being the guy, yeah, um, I I don't think he has a problem handling that. Yeah, and I mean, given State's terrible egg bowl display, if you don't turn the ball over four times, five times in that game, you win by double digits. Right. Yeah. So I. 
yeah, being the biased me, I would say, yeah, we should be able to cover six and a half, but I'm not trusting it. But one thing I can trust is, is that we'll give up points to a Heisman winner and we will score some points on a bad defense. Yeah. So the over, you know, that, that all signs point to the over there. So, um, Exactly. We're taking state Mississippi State Louisville over sixty three, and I have the line at seven here. So I would, in my opinion, I I like state plus seven. But you do that as you uh, as you see. So you, you call that as you see it. So um, we call that a tease. They call that a tease. Uh, tax that was by the way that was the tax slayer bowl in Jacksonville that we've played at like for been like, there twice. Yeah, so not um, interested if, if you're wondering. Uh, next up, uh, another a game that I think you're going to be attending, um, Iowa State. Basically, Iowa State at Memphis. <laughs> it's in the Liberty Bowl. Yes, it is. Uh, it's a, basically a road game for Iowa State, but they will travel well. Um, you know, uh, Memphis will have a, a lot of support there, but they're not going to – you know, it, it may be kind of 60-40 or 50-50 even. You know, it, really, I really could see that happening. Um, uh, so Iowa State is a three-and-a-half-point dog here. They've had a great season. So has Memphis. Uh, what are you What are you looking at for this one? I don't even think we had to read it out. This This is over all Uh-oh. day. What's the number? Oh, it's at sixty six. Yeah. I just love Memphis with an over forty seven points a game. That's crazy. What the uh, how much they allow? No, that's how much they score. Yeah, they, I mean, they score – they can score on demand pretty much. I mean, with yeah. Riley Ferguson and their stacked wide receiver deck, I mean, it's it's it gets crazy. Yeah. And they've covered – I mean, the overs have been five out of the last six. Uh, Iowa State has shown that they are kind of an underschool from what I can see on the season. But, I mean, they're playing some bad offenses. Yeah. I mean, Oklahoma State – a good offense that they played. I mean, that overhit without question. And then against Oklahoma, another good offense, they're overhit without question as well. I mean, they can put up points. They put up 42, 31, 45, 38, 41. They're putting up numbers, but they're putting up numbers on teams that have bad defenses. And one thing is for sure is Memphis is a terrible <laughs> Terrible defense. Their strategy is score more points than you. Yeah. Don't care how we play defense. Right. This this game, I think, will will easily get to that over number. I don't think it should hit over that. by mid third quarter. <laughs> yeah, that'll be Old fun call. game for you to watch. We know it's probably going to be freezing cold though. Um, God, I I'm I'm kind of dreading. It's it. cold here it's right cold. now. It's 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 uh it's gonna be it's gonna be a cold one. But yeah, the Liberty Bowl, Memphis Ohio, Memphis Iowa State. I think it'll be a fun one to watch. Uh, you know, Iowa State's got a great coach. He managed to stay put there. Um, the line's three and a half, Memphis's way. Uh, kind of really indifferent on that one. I don't really see, uh, you know, both teams are good. But I think, the, like you said, the over is a call. Over 66 in this game. But give uh, me Memphis, though, in that spread. I'll take you that. Like him? You like three and a half? It's a home game. I mean, but yeah. I mean, it's – but Iowa State, you know, they tra- they're they going to travel well. And, you know, they've, they've won the big game a couple of times this season. So – I don't it's know. Gonna it's gonna be too rowdy. It's gonna be too rowdy in that Liberty Bowl. I mean, the, the Tigers are coming to play, man. Uh, be out there cheering for them. It's the Michael Powell difference. Um, next up, we have the Fiesta Bowl. Getting into kind of those uh, New Year's Six games, uh, you know, previous BCS games. Um, Washington, Penn State. Uh, so two teams with solid solid records this season. Uh, you know, Washington was a Final Four team last year. Um, Washington is a right now. Bavada is a three-point underdog to Penn State. So Penn State did just lose their defensive or their offensive coordinator to Mississippi State, our our school. He he left and went there. So uh, you know, is is there any any kind of what's your what's your take on this one? Two really really good teams, ten and two, uh, explosive offenses. You know, I love James Franklin. <laughs> you you've you've been known to be a fan. I'm a fan, You're and fan. I'm going to keep being a fan. I like I like Penn State regardless if they have Jim – is it Jim Moorhead? Joe yeah. Moorhead, I think. Joe Head, oh golly. <laughs> Joe Moorhead, Penn State, yeah. they've, they've done really well against the spread, and they've had a really good 
uh, team against Vegas. My take is Penn State. I'm taking Penn State because they've had a – I mean, over the past two years, they've been a great team to bet on against the spread. I love James Franklin. And they've they've had some really good wins this year. I mean, they were a couple – I mean, a couple big mistakes away from being in the playoffs – Mm-hmm. And James Franklin's really back to back losses, close losses. Yeah, that that's the thing that sucks for them. And then Washington, they've had kind of a up and down year. Yeah, they, a little bit actually. I would say. Yeah, disappointing up to their standards, just because they lost to an Arizona State team that they shouldn't have, and uh-huh. really disappointed themselves against Stanford and kind of ruined the whole Pac-12 championship thing and. I just love the fact that, you know, James Franklin's around right. to be there to save the day. That's good. That's I mean, I, I like that one too. I mean, Washington's two losses this year were really disappointing. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, they haven't been as explosive as they were last season. You know, they lost John Ross. I like Penn State though. I mean, I don't think they're going to lose. They, they still have the talent on offense even though Moorhead's gone. So I think uh, them covering the three here is not, not too hard. So you're gonna you're going with Penn State minus three, yeah, awesome, awesome. Well, last one of the day until um, our next podcast is uh, Wisconsin Miami in the Orange Bowl. This is a good matchup here. Wisconsin barely missed the playoffs on the last game of the season in the conference championship. Miami as well uh, lost one of their last games of the season uh, to knock them from the undefeated ranks. So two one loss schools here. Uh, Miami Miami is back. They are back. The U is back. Mark Rick has them back. Uh, they are six-point dogs, though. Basically a home game. It is a home game for them. Six-point dogs in their home, in their home field. What are you thinking? Ooh. Yeah, that's that's tough to bet against. Yeah. Um, I'll, take, I'll take that. I'll take Miami catching six and a half at home. You like it? Uh, yeah, I mean, Wisconsin, they've, they've obviously been – very good. They've, I mean, the only loss they have is Ohio State. I mean, they were in the playoffs until yeah. they lost to Ohio State. But they didn't really have any people before that either. So that's that. That was the point I'm about to make. They haven't really beaten anybody. Yeah. And Miami, they've played some good teams this year. I mean, they got waxed against Clemson. Yes, but Clemson's also going to be in the championship. Um, and they. They did beat the crap out of Notre Dame. <laughs> they did, and then they beat a good Virginia Tech team at the time. Uh-huh. Uh, they've been strong. Wisconsin's got a lot of injuries. Yeah, I think Mark Rick gets them hype, gets them ready for a, a big game. I mean, it's a really, really big home game, and it's awesome that they get to play it at home. So I think that just makes it a whole lot better for them. Right. So sheer, sheer home dog taking it. Boom. I like that. I mean, I think this will be a pretty good game. Um, uh, like you say, it's in it's in Miami. I mean, the, the warm weather. I think everything plays in Miami's favor. Uh, six points is is pretty big. Um, Wisconsin is a tough team, though. If you don't come ready to play, like Wisconsin will be ready to play. That is a hundred percent true. Like they will be ready to go. Um, so if Miami has any type of a sluggish start, they could get behind really fast. And the defense for um, Wisconsin is very, very good. 13 points a game. That's, you know, you don't see that regardless of the competition. That's really good. Um, so, uh, but I do think Miami will be ready to play. I think Mark Richt will have them ready. So, uh, Miami plus six. I like it. I mean, the over under here is pretty low too. It's 45. Um, these teams do score. Both of them are, uh, are Miami's right at 30. Wisconsin is over 30. Um, don't know if the defenses uh, for either team cancel this out, but it is a low one to take a chance at um, if you're interested. So, yeah, if anything, just remember that that they're playing at home. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So uh, to cut to to round that out, it is Miami plus six in the Orange Bowl, uh, possible over. Um, that's going to end it up for us. Uh, the next games will be on New Year's uh, New Year's Day on January first. We will probably um, we did all these pot these bowls at one time uh, for this podcast. We'll probably split it up into two episodes, two like 25, 30 minute episodes. 
um, for the viewers uh, to split it up so it's not just so much at one time. Uh, but yeah, so um, you know, we'll be looking for you. We'll, you know, you know, we'll have the playoff games coming next. We'll try to record Sunday night or something like that. So it'll be fun. On New Year's Eve. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. Uh, no. We'll have to do something different. We'll have to. We'll have to figure that out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll 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 make something happen. Yeah, I'm excited about those. Yeah, those will be good. That games. That's the harder ones to pick, but the funner ones to watch. Exactly, exactly. All right, guys. Well, uh, we will uh, talk to you. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. No easy buttons. Holler back. Peace. Hey, do you want to just do these last five? Uh, sure. I didn't think about that. I was like, I'm going to be in LA through this day. <laughs> and I didn't even realize there was just five games left. <laughs> yeah, let's just finish it out. Sorry, I know it's kind of a downer, but. No, dude. Yeah. Just go ahead and rock it. All right, man. Because I'm, I, I mean, I feel these are going to be brief. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll just kind of do a little start out thing. Lego. Lego. All right, guys. Welcome back. It's Jacob and Mike with No Easy Buckets. Uh, it's the uh, college football playoff edition. We've got one game that's not uh, the playoff, or two games that's not th- that aren't the playoff. Or never mind. Actually, three. Actually, three. I can't count. Um, strike three. Strike three. That was. I'm out. Basically, I'm gonna let Mike host. Um, but yeah. So January first, uh, Monday, January first. The games here. Um, uh, we'll rattle them off real quick, and we will try to get the championship game. Do a little, do somewhat, uh, throw it in for its own little thing uh, next week or something. So, um, but yeah, we'll jump right into it, Mike. Um, it is. Let's see here. Outback Bowl is the up Outback. first. Outback Bowl, Michigan, South Carolina. Michigan kind of. Uh, Michigan is a seven and a half point favorite. They kind of underwhelmed this year, I would say. I mean, I think I could confidently say that. They eight and four, they had uh, higher aspirations, quarterback injuries and things like that. Um, they didn't reach those. But, but South Carolina actually overachieved at eight and four. So uh, they found their quarterback finally in Jake Bentley. Will Muschamp has a decent squad. So what do you, what do you think? Give me Muschamp. I like them catching seven and a half. Too. Michigan has no quarterback. <laughs> I can't stand – like. I feel so uncomfortable betting with Michigan. Yeah. And I've done it time and time again. And Michigan just Harbaugh has been mediocre yes. at Michigan. If he if if you're giving him the expectations of what he's been or been supposedly supposed to do, yeah. Um he's done mediocre job. Like a mediocre job even like from the sense of looking at Butch Jones, didn't they show like a comparison between both of them and their certain amount of the games being at the program yeah. and they're both the same? Yeah. You mean Brady Hunt? I feel like you give give Michigan maybe another year and a half and if they're still sitting at that I guess mediocre level compared to what Michigan's supposed to be. Yeah. He may be looking for another job. That's true. I mean, I really like what he has the potential to do there. I think he has really struggled from not having a quarterback, which is something to do with him. He's been there for like three years now, so you got to get somebody in, which he did get. He did get Shea Patterson to transfer there, so that does look um, – is looking up. But, like, I mean, their leading passer right now has two touchdowns and six interceptions, 1,000 yards their own. Like, that's terrible, man. It's – I like I like Muschamp squad here. I don't think Michigan, uh, you know, they're not going to be much to prepare for uh, as long as they can, uh, you know, not as long as South Carolina doesn't turn the ball over. Um, I mean, they, they're they're underdogs, so seven. I, I feel really confident with taking South Carolina in that one. Um, I did. yeah. So uh, let's see, uh, Chick Fil A Peach Bowl, um, UCF and Auburn. So this was a, a game that UCF and Memphis played for at the end of the season. See who got there. Um, it's that Power Five uh, or the non-Power Five kind of uh, highest ball they can get. Uh, UCF is a ten-point dog to Auburn right now. Auburn did have three losses on the season, but they played very well. They were looking at a uh, uh, a playoff shot if they had beaten Georgia in the conference championship. Kind of feel like it's a a rough go for them since they had to play that extra game, even though if the season would have ended without a conference championship, they would have made the playoff. Uh, but neither here nor there. Um, 
this is a this is a tough game for me because I do like Central Florida. I do think they will score, but I mean, I don't. I really don't know if you know if, is the the strength of Auburn is it going to be way too much? I mean, this is a game where I wouldn't be surprised if Auburn won like forty-one to seven, but also I wouldn't be surprised if it was a close game. It's weird. I don't. It's a tough one. It's a tough one for me too, but I've got to roll with Auburn. I've got to roll with the team that's played the better teams all year and is not in the American <laughs> Athletic Conference. Right. Um, I know Auburn's had – Auburn's hasn't been much of a – they literally went even on covering. They covered five, they lost five, and they pushed yeah. three. Um, so from a – from that sense, and then also Central Florida, uh, they – I mean, they do, yes, they put up points, but they put up points on UConn, Temple, Memphis, uh, SMU, Austin P. Yeah. I mean, they're not they're not playing anybody that – Auburn's playing a potential playoff team and almost every week. Georgia and or, Alabama, you know, so. Yeah, and yeah, they lost a tough game to Georgia. Right. Uh, they no did. way. They lost to Georgia in the championship. And to Clemson. Auburn. Yeah. Yeah, so you beat Auburn – or you beat Georgia real bad. Then you lose to them. But well-fought game. They beat – they pretty much dominate the entire game. Actually, they did dominate the yeah. entire game against Alabama. Um, if you put Memphis or UCF in here, I just – I feel like – I'm with you. It's going to be like that four forty-one seven yeah. game, but I'm not going to put. I'm not. I'm it's, not going to say like. Yeah, it's they, one of those that if this line was minus thirteen and a half, I'd still right. Take Auburn. It's one of those that Auburn needs to come out in the first quarter really set the tone because if you come out slow, um, if you come out slow against a team like UCF and you and you're like, uh, you know, they can they can get up on you and it can be a back and forth game and that's not what Auburn wants. They want to come out, hit them in the mouth you know, really kind of inflict that, uh, you know, conference kind of superiority on UCF and hope that they fall over. The UCF did, we will, I forgot to say this, they lost Scott Frost. I don't, there was some word that he might coach this game. I'm not sure if there was ever a final decision. He he went on to Nebraska, but, um, there, you know, there's a little bit of a, a indecisiveness there. Um, I think you just got to go with Auburn. I think it's a safe bet if you're going to bet on this one. I think it's too much of a, a hell mary to bet on uh, UCF. Maybe if you're one of those, you know, looking for some kind of huge payoff, you throw UCF money line or something. I think I would do that because the spread is not enough to make you any money. Uh, I would think uh, on this one, or not enough confidence to make you any money. If you want to, if you want to throw throw a hell mary, just do like UCF money line. If you have some some money to burn, maybe, <laughs> but. Um, I like that. Yeah. But um so yeah, let's uh move on to the next one. We've got uh the Citrus Bowl, LSU Notre Dame, two historic great programs. Um uh, they had pretty good se- LSU finished strong, Notre Dame started started strong and kind of finished slow. Um uh, but Notre Dame nonetheless is a 3-point underdog in this game. We still know that LSU doesn't really have any quarterback uh play to speak of. Um they have run the ball exceptionally well this season. Notre Dame has a uh, really great running attack as well. So what uh, what is the feeling? The feeling is Notre – no. The feeling is LSU. <laughs> oh, think, the tease. <laughs> the tease, yeah. Give me LSU just kind of – I mean, it's almost the same reason I'm taking Auburn. It's who – what teams do each team play every week? And, yeah, Notre Dame, since they are independent school, they are playing a whole lot better teams than what your your crappy conference teams are playing. And they've had some impressive wins. I mean, they, they beat the crap out of USC, but we turn out USC's not great. I mean, they're not championship caliber. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got blown out by Miami. They played a tight game against Navy, and Navy's not – anything to dance and shout about. They got beat by three scores against Stanford. Um, LSU, they really have turned the tide around, especially after losing to Troy. They've only lost one 
and it, they lost to Alabama, and they hold them to 24 points. Um, LSU, they've covered five out of the last five. So give me them. And Notre Dame's not trustworthy against the spread as well. They've only covered one of their last five. So okay. So the numbers kind of a game that's uh, you know looked on paper to be pretty close. Uh, you know the the numbers uh, from the past uh, five really uh, kind of earn, earn, excuse me unearth that for you to say that LSU is probably the probably the one here to take. Um, and after their groundbreaking recruiting class, they just got. Um, not that this is going to affect this game, but I think the fans are really LSU fans are actually really starting to back him up because I think he's going to be for real once he gets some really good players up in there. Right, just get a quarterback, man. It makes everything so much easier. Uh, so LSU minus three against Notre Dame in the Citrus Bowl. On to the playoff here. Um, the games everybody's been waiting for. Uh, the Rose Bowl in LA. We've got Georgia and Oklahoma. A Southern team and a Midwest team going all the way to LA. Um, that will be uh, let's see. That's January first. It is a two, uh, Georgia is two is a two point favorite, so it's minus two in favor of Georgia. This is the game I'm honestly like most ready to watch. I really like both of these teams. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So what do you what do you? Think? Oh yeah, I can't wait to watch this game. Uh, <laughs> And this is honestly the the best team to bet on in the playoffs, like odds wise, is Georgia, because mm-hmm. they're like if you get a futures right now, you could probably get Georgia plus three thirty three. So oh, obviously to win the national championship, yeah, to win the national championship. Oh yeah, Not- I like I saw that the other day where they had one of those studio shows that were picking the national champion. And everybody picked Bama, Clemson, or Oklahoma. Nobody picked Georgia at all. And I was like, wow, that's a great, you know, not even, you know, being funny about being an omen, but I really do think that if Georgia makes it past Oklahoma, they have a great chance against either of these, uh, either of the teams they're going to play. So, yeah, if they can go in and beat Oklahoma, which I think they very well could, they've had, I mean, their defense is, mm-hmm. if not one of the best, I mean, the only game they've really showed their weakness was against. Auburn at Auburn, but they shut them down to seven last time. And I mean, they shut down a lot of good teams to little to nothing. I mean, Oklahoma, they're, yeah, they have really finished out this year strong. They've been blowing out teams or playing real. I mean, the closest game they played is Oklahoma State that was 62 to 52. Um, yeah. Besides losing to Iowa State, I think Baker Mayfield. I mean, him winning the Heisman, that's that's a big advantage, you know, having that caliber of a player. But I think George is going to be ready, and I like Kirby yeah. Smart here. So, yeah, and that, that rushing thinking, attack, yeah. the Oklahoma defense is just not uh, not up to par with the rushing attack they're going to face. Uh, three, the three-headed running back monster they have there at Georgia. Um, I really think uh, – I mean, I think I don't think they'll blow them out. I think this will be somewhat close. It'll be fun. Baker Mayfield, I'm a really big Baker from Mayfield fan. Um, but yeah, I think Georgia is the call here. I really think that uh, I'm kind of going with the dark horse call there, since no one else seems to think they have a chance. Uh, it's crazy to see that, but um, yeah. So you're going Georgia minus two. Anything yeah. with the over under there that you you, have, you see? I mean, it's sixty. I mean, could you see? I mean, uh, Georgia good defense, but you think this is back and forth enough to breach sixty? Mm, very well, could be. I mean, obviously, we know both teams are averaging. A lot of offensive yards. I mean, or a lot of offensive yards, a lot of points. I mean, Georgia's averaging 35 a game. Oklahoma's averaging 45 a game. Uh, But overall, I mean, defensively, both teams have been strong when they need to be. Yeah. Um, I think Georgia could hold them under that. What's the total? 60, you said? 60, yeah. Yeah. Do you think – the question you got to ask yourself is: Do you think either team can score thirty or more? Which I truly believe that could be the case, but I also could believe that this game could be end up being uh, thirty-five to yeah, thirty-five to twenty-two, something or thirty-one twenty-four type. You know, 
type game. Uh, but I mean, it's weird and to yeah. make it to piss you off and you're just Six, like, why? 60 is just high enough. I mean, that's why Vegas is what they are. Um, if it was 55, I would say over for sure. If it was 55, 56, but 60 is just high enough that, uh, you know, might be, uh, might be too rich, too rich for me. So, um, I think, uh, I think our so call is right there. Do what? I'm just going to back off the total. I yeah, don't back off the total. Just wanted to inspire the conversation. So, uh, sure. at the end, we got Georgia, uh, minus two is our take here uniformly. So, um, next up is the Sugar Bowl, uh, the other f- uh, playoff game. Um, Alabama at Clemson, or excuse me, Alabama versus Clemson. Uh, this will be more of a home. Well, I mean, Clemson will travel, so it'll be it'll be split there. Um, you know, with the these- oh, it's very close to Atlanta. Yeah, these teams have played uh, each of the last two seasons for the championship. They've split. Now they're playing before the championship, and the line is very very small, just like the past game. Uh, it's two and a half points in favor of Alabama right now. I don't know if I agree with that really um, with the way Alabama has played as of late and with what happened last year, but I guess you can't really factor in uh, past seasons, but um, what's your, what's your take on this one? I think this is going to be a lot of fun too. Give me the Tigers. Give me the Tigers. Give me Clemson. I want, I want Dabo again. I think he's had, he's had an impressive year. Um, obviously yeah. because you make yourself in the play, but I mean, both coaches are hall of famers. Yeah. They're, they've got dynasties run and they're just, but we'll see these teams in the playoffs for the next probably, if not every year for the next two or three more years, but both of them or one of them will make the playoffs three at next three or four years. Yeah. Um, but I do like Clemson here in these big games and just Alabama has been so shaky. Um, not from a, not from a standpoint of wins and losses, but from a spread standpoint, I mean, they're, they're playing teams a little closer than they should be. Um, defensively, they haven't looked as disciplined just because of their injuries. Um, Clemson, they're kind of on a hot streak lately. They have covered their past three, actually four, uh, if you include the Citadel, but they're not. They don't count. <laughs> Sixty-one to three. It's tough. Yeah, it's, that's pretty bad. Um, impressive win in the ACC championship against Miami, blowing them out. Bama, obviously, with a sour taste in their mouth, getting beat in the Iron Bowl. Um, but they're. I don't think that they're the team that the public really sees or at least what they are traditionally known as. And it's bad to say that just because they've been so good. Yeah. And it's like when they're not like uber, ultra, amazing good, it's like, I don't know, Bama's just not Bama anymore. Yeah. Um, but I, I know, and I'm saying that right now, but I'm still taking Clemson. I like your call there. Uh, I'm, on, I'm on the Clemson bandwagon right now. Uh, two and a half points. Them, you know, please, please make them the underdog. Please, I'll take. I'll still keep taking them. I think it's easy money. Um, I think it'll be a good game, but I think Clemson's just a better team. I don't. I think Alabama has shown that they're not as strong as in years past. Um, uh, this year, and, and I think it's a lot to do with their um, consistency on offense versus good teams. So, um, Clemson two and a half. Is there anything with the uh, total you're thinking about? I have it at forty seven. That's pretty low. Um, two good defenses, but I think this is going to be deter- you know game's going to be won or lost with the offense. Um, 47 is low enough to get me to bite. I, I might take the over uh, just if I wanted something extra to bet on. I might play around with that. Yeah, I would I would probably ride that too, honestly, because yeah. you look at both teams, they're both averaging in the 30, 30, mid-30s to high-30s on offense. Um. But, I mean, the defenses are the, the problem. Yeah. They're allowing 12 and 11 points a game. Right. Uh, now, when two really good – I mean, they're not – neither one of their offenses are flashy. I mean, they're not – they're putting up a lot of points, but they're putting up a lot of points against a lot of crappy teams. Right. Um, I look at Clemson's schedule and, you know, who they've played, and they're putting points up, but they're putting points against bad teams. Uh, Alabama only scored 14 on Auburn. Uh, they scored 24 on LSU, and LSU's, you know, 
they had a pretty good defense. They scored 27 on A&M, and A&M's got a bad defense. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I, if, I, if I am betting on that game total, yeah. I'm taking the over just because playoffs are weird. Yeah. They're going to. They're going to be a little bit more exciting. The teams are going to be a little bit more nervous, so there's probably going to be some mental mistakes that cost both teams early, which will be taken advantage of by easy scores. Yeah. So it'll probably be really, really scary in the fourth quarter because both teams will be pretty much on edge and on on the on the level of lockdown defense. So if we even hope that this is going to hit the over it has to be a very high powered first and second quarter yeah they have to come out strong uh, oh yeah yeah well i like it um so maybe maybe tease with a little over action there over 47 but definitely taking clemson plus two and a half um but all right guys uh that is the uh last of the games that are scheduled at this point so the next uh next one will be the national championship so we'll come back to a little bit of something for that um, so yeah, or just give me your winner now. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're going off what we're having here, I might, I might, I might take Georgia, man. I really might. I mean, I hate this. I don't want to, I, I might, I'm slightly leaning towards Clemson. I just don't want to go with the back to back thing. Um, uh, but I think I might, I think it's I'd take hard Georgia. to go back to back. Very hard. I might take, let's say this, the winner of the Georgia, Oklahoma game. I take them to win. Okay. Which, if I'm taking Georgia, I'm taking Georgia. But if Oklahoma wins, I still think Oklahoma beats either of the teams that they play. I can get behind that. Yeah. So that's my take. What are you? What about you? Mm. I'm gonna have to go with Georgia myself, yeah. just because. And this is just from a. What am I putting my money on? Yeah. What's gonna pay off the best, and who's got the. Like I, yeah, it's it's if they can get past Oklahoma, right? They can beat either one of those teams. I agree. So that'll we'll, we'll see what the numbers are out come out the spread and the over under and the total. So when they come out, so that'll be interesting to see if we can make any money off that. But I like your I like your futures money line <laughs> call on that one. So uh, between between that and the uh, Arizona State win total, I think we're gonna have a good futures. Yep. Well, all right, guys. We'll, we'll see. We'll see you back when we can actually make that call, and we have the numbers. Us, so, um, but yeah, that was a that was great. Uh, we'll uh, have a good have a good New Year's from No Easy Buckets. Happy New Year, guys. See you.